Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. go to the book of Hosea today. We're going to be in chapter 14. Now Hosea is a book in the Old Testament. It is near the end of the Old Testament. It's called a minor prophet. Uh, He's called a minor prophet because it's a short book and so it's not about how important he is. It's about how long the book is and it's just one of those categories that um, the organizers of the organizers of the Bible had and so they put him in the shorter books and it can be hard to find just flipping through and so if you've got your physical Bible I encourage you to use your table of contents and if you're using your Bible app or you're just online and you want to Google it um, just type in Hosea chapter 14 um, and we're going to be looking mainly at verse 9 today Hosea Uh, 14.9 and so you would write that if you're googling it H-O-S-E-A and then you put 14 colon the two dots 9 and that should bring it up and you should be able to find an English version of that and and uh, you'll be able to follow along with us now to set that passage up and as we wrap up uh, this series um, I want to ask you have you ever tried to um, you've got a piece of Ikea furniture or a Lego set or just you've bought something that had to be assembled after you bought it and you've had and you've tried to put it together without following the instructions some of you are thinking no I always follow the instructions I the instructions are there why would I do it any other way and some of you are like there are instructions in these boxes why would I bother with those and some of you are just sitting there really kind of ashamed because you know exactly where this is going because you've tried to put it together without following the instructions and things have fallen apart, things didn't work, you end up with parts left over that were pretty essential or you ruined the thing and you couldn't return it because you didn't follow the instructions and you ruined it. Uh, I can think of one time uh, I was over at somebody's house I was they weren't feeling well so I was trying to help them uh, get the snowblower attachment onto the back of their tractor and so we had to take one attachment off and then we had to put on this big snowblower attachment onto it or it was vice versa and anyways um, we looked at it and me and another guy we were looking at it and we we're trying to figure it out and so we got to work taking it apart and then putting this new one on and we got it on and we got looking at it and we try and and it we had it on totally wrong it was flipped I I don't know I don't even understand I it was like upside down and backwards or something and eventually we had to go online find the instructions find an actual video that had an outline of the instructions of how to put it on take the whole thing back off flip it turn it adjusted however and then put back on the thing took way longer to put together than it should have because we didn't follow the instructions we didn't bother looking up the instructions we didn't bother looking to the manufacturer for the instructions of how it was supposed to work and what we were supposed to do with it we just assumed that we could figure it out on our own even though the manufacturer had a put together instructions and allowed for us to have clear instructions and direction on how to put it together. Now this month 
We have looked at Hosea, and um, in our previous weeks, we've had a number of lessons and a number of directions that God has given us. Number one is that we need to do it God's way, not our way. Uh, Number two is that true love is made of kindness and knowing God. Uh, Number three is that a good life requires a radically repentant and obedient heart. And then last week, we learned that God paid for you to have a second chance, and that your second chance was paid for it's already been paid for but you got to use your second chance well well today we're looking at Hosea 14 verse 9 and uh, just this kind of wraps this all up and this is what he says what this is what God says in Hosea chapter 14 verse 9 he says who is wise let them realize these things who is discerning let them understand The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. So let's go over this again. Who is wise? Let them realize these things. Who is discerning? Let them understand. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. So uh, to phrase it slightly different... The instructions or directions of God are right, are correct. The righteous follow them and actually are able to keep moving and actually able to get stuff done. But the rebellious ignore them and stumble all over them, never getting it done, always falling into problems, always messing things up, and always getting into trouble, and always seeing things broken, and things not working well. Another way of saying it. When I looked at this passage, I, I got thinking, like, okay, so if that's basically what that means, great, that's, that's really helpful, that's really interesting that God is saying, saying that. But um, I had to think a little bit further and be like, how, how is it that the instructions of God cause people to stumble? How is it that, that some people follow the instructions and they are able to progress and, and grow, but other people, they have those instructions too, and it actually causes problems to them? As if they're walking and they're tripping over it. Well, I think there are two ways that people can stumble over the, the directions and, and the instructions of God. One is that if we don't follow the instructions of God, then we end up tripping over things that he wants us to avoid. So he may be saying, watch out for that rock, watch out for that stick, watch out for that root on the path, don't go down that road, it's all full of potholes, don't go that way because the bridge is out. As, as an illustration, right? And, and if we ignore those instructions and we go down those paths or we ignore the warning signs, then we end up tripping over the roots and stumbling over the rocks or crashing the bike into the pothole or, or going into the river because the bridge is out. And so part of it is he gives us instructions to save us from things. And when we don't follow those instructions, we end up falling into the pain of those things he was trying to save us from, Okay. The other way that the instructions of God can cause people to stumble is that if we actively oppose the will of God, then I believe that he will actually oppose us. Now, what what I mean by that is if you're trying to do something or live in a way that is contrary to the will of God, 
not only will you fall into the problems he was trying to save you from, but if you're trying to destroy what he's up to, he's going to stop you. Because he doesn't want you to destroy what he's building. He doesn't want you to destroy what he's up to. He doesn't want you to destroy his creation. And so he will actually actively oppose you. It may be him removing his blessing from your life. It may be him uh, not allowing you to get a particular job. It may be you uh, having to deal with uh, God actually putting things in your way to stop you. It may be um, conviction in your heart and guilt, that feeling of guilt in your heart. It may be punishment. Uh, it may be pain. It may be something that God puts in your life to stop you to make you rethink what you're doing or just stop you from, from doing what you're doing because it's going to cause harm. And so in those ways, I believe, those two ways, God can actually, uh, is telling us that if you don't follow the instructions, you're going to stumble. Either by avoiding the warning signs and falling into the consequences of your actions or God actually opposing you. Because I believe that God is the manufacturer of this world and of life. And so he's built it. He knows how it works. He created it. He built the thing. And so he knows how the directions. He know, He has the instructions. He knows, I built this thing. This is how it works. I built this thing. This is how you put it together. I built this thing. This is how you repair it. I'm the manufacturer. Here's the information. Follow it. And so I think what we need to understand is if we want the best results, we need to follow God's directions. If we want the best results, we've got to follow God's directions. And those are those things that we've talked about. Doing it God's way, that uh, true love is made of kindness and knowing God, that a, a good life requires a radically repentant and obedient heart, that God paid for you to have a second chance and you've got to use that second chance well. But we have a choice, don't we? We've got to decide whether we're going to follow the instructions or ignore them. When it comes to marriage, we've got to decide that if we're going to make marriage a choice and that we both come together and decide that we're going to make this work, we're going to commit to make it work, or we're just going to see how long the feeling lasts and go with the flow. When it comes to sex, we've got to decide that whether or not that's going to be only with our spouse as a result of intimacy or we're going to use whatever and whoever however to feel good as it comes to money we've got to decide whether or not we're going to use it and not let it use us or if we're going to just get as much as we can and base all our hopes and dreams on the possibilities of what it can bring us. When it comes to society and faith, we've got to decide whether or not we're going to let our society and our culture define our faith, or if we're going to let our faith define our society and culture and community. And it, depending on your decision there, if you go with God's way, you'll have good results. But if you decide against God's way, you'll find opposition. You'll find... No, we'll 
do some editing there, I guess. So following God's direction with those things will result in the best outcome. But if you ignore his directions, you'll find that you will start to stumble. You will either fall into problems um, caused by your actions, or God will start to oppose you in what you're doing. It, it's, it's pretty simple. It's like, think of the instructions from the manufacturer of other things in our lives, uh, or just the, the, the experts in our lives. For example, don't drink bleach. Great, that's a great set of instructions. That makes sense. If you follow it, good. If you don't follow it, you're probably dead. Um, you need to eat uh, fruits and vegetables and not candy all the time. Great, decent instruction. Makes a lot of sense. Follow it, you'll find that you're feeling better and healthier. You don't follow it, you're going to start feeling horrible. That's pretty simple. If the instruction is don't drink and drive, okay, you do that and the roads are safer. You don't do that and you're liable to either injure or kill yourself or somebody else. If the instruction is don't touch my kid, you follow it, you're pretty good. You don't follow it, you'll probably get popped in the mouth. Following those instructions allows you to walk and grow, but opposing them and going against them, you'll either fall into the natural consequences of those actions, or you'll find that God works against you. And so if you want the best result, you've got to follow God's directions. So how do you do that? What are the steps to actually doing that? Well, um, if we want the best results, really what we've got to do is we've got to study and follow the directions. So step one is to study them. Um, that, that means you've got to be reading God's Word daily. It means you've got to be spending time in prayer, both to, to share your heart with God and to be more in tune with what He's saying to you. Um, it means that you should be part of a small group or some kind of study group uh, where you're able to uh, grow together with other people and help each other and speak into each other and learn from each other and really allow that um, so, um, to speak into your life with other perspectives and helps you to see more than you would normally see on your own. Um, the other thing you've got to do is you've got to follow. And that, that's done uh, in, a, in a couple of ways. Number one is when you're in a situation, you've got to make sure that you're asking. Actually, in everyday situations, you've got to be asking, how does God's Word apply to this situation? That's the key. You can be at school, you can be at home, you can be at work, you can be at the bank, you can be shopping, and you're dealing with any question about anything, and you need to ask yourself, okay, how does God's Word apply to this situation? And as you start digging into that, you'll start to see, okay, God wants me to eat healthy, or God wants me to be generous with my money, or God wants me to be honest. And that will help you see what path God has for you. Now, the second thing is that you've got to just do it. Um, sometimes we get these instructions from God, these directions from God, 
and we complicate it and we make up excuses to be like, but that was a long time ago. Is that what this really means? Is that really what should happen? And really, most of the time, that's just us avoiding what we should be doing or making up excuses to get out of it and trying to avoid it. But when it comes right down to it, when God says, no, you need to be honest, you've got to be honest. When he says, no, you have to be generous, you need to give. And you need to give. When he says, no, you need to ask for forgiveness. You need to confess to this person of what you did. You need to take that risk. And there's no guarantee they're going to react well, but you've got to do that. That means you've got to do that. He says, you've got to take time to invest in your family and your kids. And you've got to lead them in the way of Christ. That's what you've got to do. So one, you've got to ask, how does God's... What does God's word say about the situation? And, and two, you've got to do it. And the third thing, the helpful thing, is that you've got to have somebody in your life that's able to ask you, how are you doing in following God? And having some accountability. And that can be a mentor, it can be small group leader, it can be a small group member, it can be a micro group, it can be your spouse. Somebody in your life that is able to ask you, how are you doing in following God? And that allows you to process and keeps you keeps you a little bit harder to the walk that God has for you. And so you've got to study and you've got to follow the Word of God. And when you follow, study and follow the Word of God, you get the best results. Like following the instructions straight from the manufacturer, you get the best results. And if you do that, you'll find that in your marriage, your marriage is going to last. Now, obviously marriage takes two people, but if what I'm saying is if the two of you are in this and you're following the instructions of God, you'll find that your marriage will last, it will be fulfilling, you'll be able to work through some of the most complicated, hardest problems of life, and that it will be better than a Disney movie. It means that if you're following the instructions, you'll find that sex will actually be a place of safety, self-confidence, uh, real acceptance and an honest, true intimacy. You'll find that money becomes simply a resource that you are not bound by, you are not overwhelmed by, that has no control over you. You'll find that you will begin to change your family. That, that if you're following the instructions with society and culture and faith, and you're following the instructions of God as it relates to those things, you'll find that you will start having an influence on your kids, on your spouse, on your parents, on your siblings, on your classmates, on your co-workers, on those around you. You will start to have an influence on them, and them not on you. And that's because you're following the instructions that come from God, the instructions that come from the manufacturer, the instructions that come from the guy that built this world, the one who's actively at work in this world. And so as we wrap up Hosea, this study of hitting refresh, and you want to have that fresh life um, moving forward, you want to hit refresh on what's been going on in your life, in your family, in your finances, in, in your marriage, Follow the instructions that God has laid out in Hosea. Study and follow God's instructions, and you will find that you get the best results. Follow the instructions. 
and you'll get better results. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways. Thank you.